Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, October 10th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. Ashley still does not have full functioning work of her mouth, so she will hopefully be back tomorrow. James is at Slave Play on Wednesday night, so I'm here all on my lonesome. And that is okay, because we've got a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, episode today because there wasn't a ton of news and what it is really isn't stuff that we really need to talk about. Uh, there's not a lot of discussion points here, so we will get through this episode fairly quickly. But before we get into that, I do want to remind you to head over to www.patreon.com slash broadwayradio. And if you are so inclined and if you feel the spirit move you to send us a few dollars every month, we would greatly appreciate your support. Okay, let's get into the news today, and we're going to start with the reviews for MCC's new musical, The Wrong Man. As we've talked about before, the book, music, and lyrics are by pop songwriter Ross Gullen, and it is directed by Tommy Kale, choreographed by Travis Wall, and features music supervision, vocal arrangements, and orchestrations by Alex Lacamoire. The cast features Joshua Henry, Sierra Renee, Ryan Vasquez, and more. And the show had so much buzz coming into the off-Broadway run that it seemed destined to be coming to Broadway. But after the reviews, not so sure that that's going to happen. Let's start with the New York Times' Ben Brantley, who wrote about the show having a particularly ominous opening. But then he said, quote, For better or for worse, though, my fists soon unclenched themselves. It's not that the wrong man strays from the spine-tingling elements it establishes at its beginning. On the contrary, it hews to them with an unchanging insistence that ultimately drains them of their power. The show keeps reiterating its central premise without grounding a dark conceit with the details that would give it goose-flesh-and-blood existence. He continues, quote, The wrong man feels like a repetitive internal monologue, one that never leaves its protagonist's aching head to freely roam the world. And there's little originality or variety in the hero's thought patterns. Not exactly a great review from the paper of record, but let's move over to Time Out in New York, where Adam Feldman gave the show three out of five stars, writing, quote, Thomas Kale directs it with intense panache. Alex Lacamoire's arrangements bring out the score's pop polish. The lighting and sound are impeccable. But while the music is fresh, the musical is cramped. Gollin's songs are narrative, not dramatic, and there are barely any characters, much less character development. Madison Malone Kersher, writing for Vulture, picked up the mantle laid down by the, not retiring, but the departing Sarah Holdren, as she wrote, quote, They say all kinds of cliches here, like what happens here stays here, Joshua Henry sings early on in The Wrong Man. The same line could double as a TLDR review of the show. Well, at least the first clause. They do say a lot of cliches here, if here is the Newman Mills Theater, home to the story of an unjustly incarcerated man who was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and who wants to understand what it's like to be in my shoes, fighting an eye-for-an-eye justice system. What happens here, however, doesn't stay here. It gets reviewed in Vulture. She continues, quote, Henry imbues Duran with everything he's got, sweat, tears, and a powerhouse voice that brings down the house song after song. The man could belt the phone book and make you feel things about it. But that formula gets tedious, and packing in so many 11 o'clock numbers diminishes their impact. First off, Madison Malone Kersher. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be the long-term critic for Vulture, or if this is just filling in until they announce a full-time replacement for Sarah Holdren, but very good opening uh, uh, review, at least from, from what I've seen. So she's fantastic. But moving to the totality, uh, the, the show is sold very well, and a lot of people seem to be liking it, so I could be wrong in terms of it having a future life, but 
I, I don't think these are the reviews that would prompt producers to bring it from off-Broadway to the main stem. But time will tell. All right, moving on to some show and casting news. Yesterday, New York City Center announced that Jason Gote would be playing Shay in next month's gala run of Evita. Gote will join the previously announced Soleil Pfeiffer as the adult Ava, Maya Rafiko as the young Ava, Enrique Acevedo as Peron, and Philip Hernandez as Augustine Magaldi. The show will run from November 13th through 24th. Next up, the Broadway production of Aladdin announced that they would be bringing home one of their original stars for a short run starting next week, as Courtney Reed will return to the role of Princess Jasmine from October 16th through October 27th. In addition to, to originating the role on Broadway, Reed also played Jasmine on tour and in London. The current Jasmine, Ariel Jacobs, the IRL sister of original Aladdin, Adam Jacobs, will return to the role on October 28th. Moving now from stage to screen, yesterday Deadline reported that the Big Bang Theory and Florence Foster Jenkins star Simon Helberg had joined the new musical movie Annette, which will star Adam Driver and Marianne Cotillard. The film will feature a script and original music by the U.S. rock band Sparks. Okay. Filming is underway in Los Angeles. And sticking on the screen yesterday, it was announced by Fathom Events and NT Live that they will be bringing the recent West End production of Phoebe Waller-Bridge's Fleabag to movie theaters in the United States on Monday, November 19th at 7 p.m. local time. Check your listings for what theaters in your area will be showing the film. Y'all know how much I love Fleabag, so if you didn't get a chance to see the solo show when it was in New York this spring or in London over the summer or... Even if you did see it and you want to see it again, do yourself a favor. Even if you've watched the Emmy-winning series that the stage show spawned, seeing Fleabag in its original format is so worth it. It's one of my favorite things I've ever seen on stage. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a force of nature. Okay, that's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Also, don't forget you can find all of Broadway Radio at patreon.com slash broadwayradio. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Someone will be back to talk to you on Friday. Not 1,000% sure who it's going to be, but I can pretty much guarantee that it will be somebody. Have a great day, everybody.